You're listening to Leading and Learning. This is the place where we talk about practical leadership, theology, fitness, how to create winning habits, and so much more. My name is David Spell, and I'm a retired police officer, a pastor, a New Testament scholar, and a leadership coach. My goal on leading and learning is to help you live your best life. Thanks so much for joining us today. Well, welcome back to Leading and Learning. This is episode 74, and today we're talking about investing in our teams. Last week, we talked about how to create a successful team, and we're going to keep this theme of teamwork and building teams and investing in teams today and, and talk about how to invest in our teams. You know, your business, your organization, your church is only going to be as good as the people that are on your leadership team. You're only going to be successful. You're only going to accomplish your goals as you help your leadership team get better. So what are you doing as a leader to invest in your people? How are you helping them grow to be the very best that they can be? A CEO of a company was having a conversation with his vice president about um, the, the amount of money that they were spending on investing in their people for continuing education and in-service training. And the CEO asked the question, he said, what if we invest in our people and then they leave and go work somewhere else? And the vice president very wisely said, well, what if we don't invest in them and they stay? You know, this is a great question because our goal as leaders should constantly be to be raising up other leaders. And these leaders are going to come from our team. And the way that we raise up leaders on our team is we give them opportunities, we invest in them. And I'm just going to share a few thoughts on, on some ways that we can invest in our team. You know, many companies and businesses provide in-service training for their staff. Um, this was one of the things in the police department that every year we had to have around 20 hours of in-service training. Some of it was good, some of it was terrible, but there was still ongoing training and ongoing develop op development opportunities. And you know, in, in business, this training can cover a variety of topics, customer service, communication skills, computer skills, safety, ethics, many, many other topics. There can also be specific skills taught to a subset of the organization. If a factory's recently installed a new piece of equipment, um, there need to be training designed to educate those who are going to be using it. But providing training and development opportunities to, to the people that work for you is, a, is very important for several reasons. First of all, it communicates to your team that the administration and the management team cares enough about them to provide opportunities for them to develop. This shows that the company leadership understands the importance of investing in their people. You know, most companies offer this training to their employees during regular business hours. They're on the clock, 
but they're doing something different. They're getting some training. They're getting some education. Um, they're getting a few hours to go to class and, and, and take their mind off their job and learn something new. Um, and some companies, the, they might be sent to a class over a period of a few days, or maybe it's just a one-time deal during the year. But when the employees see that their management cares enough to send them to some type of class, motivation is often improved throughout the company. And increased motivation leads to greater morale and greater job satisfaction. A second reason that training and development opportunities are important is that it keeps your team sharp. Ongoing training provides them with the latest technical, legal, and specialized skills that they need to do their jobs. If you're working in a, in a, in a voluntary environment, in a nonprofit organization such as a church, you know, um, uh, you might bring together the children's workers from time to time and have specialized training for them. You might have specialized training for the worship team. You might have specialized training for the sound team or the lights team. Um, whatever it is, but providing opportunities for these people to grow and learn more is so important. It's going to increase their efficiency. It's going to increase their talent. It's going to increase the productivity in the workers. And you know, if management is serious about productivity, periodic classes that that ensure that the employees have the most up-to-date information um, is, is really what's going to help them be more productive. And, you know, in-service training also helps keep your team sharp in another way. By giving your workers a break from their regular duties, even if it's only for a day or for a few hours, they're allowing them to recalibrate and rest. You know, many people, many people in the workforce have jobs that are monotonous and tedious. And when these workers attend a class or a seminar, they're able to unwind and use a different part of their brain for a little while. Don't ever take that for granted. It's good for the people to have a little bit of downtime every now and then. A third reason that ongoing training and ongoing development opportunities are important is they've been shown to reduce employee turnover by as much as 70%. You know, training is an investment by the company into its employees, But these regular training opportunities also serve to help the workers invest back into the company. Training often stimulates new ideas and creativity, and it gives the the employees a greater sense of ownership. And then a last reason why it's so important for your company or organization to provide training, seminars, development opportunities for the people in your organization. And probably this is the most important from a leader's point of view. When you do this for your team, it's an investment in your organization's future. Training opportunities will often be the way that management can identify those employees who appear to be leaders. Identifying people that could possibly fill supervisor and management roles down the road is so important for any business. The worst time to start looking for qualified people is when you need them. It's much better to start the process of training and developing potential leaders and managers and supervisors before there's a need. Having an active list of candidates for promotion is something that any large business or organization should maintain. 
it's it's good if companies and organizations can can provide training opportunities throughout the year. Put it on the calendar, put it on the schedule, maybe one a quarter, maybe twice a year. But do something to invest in your people. Some successful businesses have quarterly training sessions in which the the, the workers receive an hour or two of training. Other companies will set classes up twice a year, requiring the employees to attend half-a-day sessions. Whatever it is, whatever it is, there's no doubt that successful organizations realize that they cannot afford not to train and develop their people. Don't look at the money as, as a waste. Look at it as an investment into the future of your company. Well, now it's your turn. What did I miss? Can you think of any other reasons or any other ways that we can invest back into our people? What are some ways that, that we as leaders can, can be working to, with our team to develop them? I'd love to hear from you. Go to davidspell.com. Leave your question or your comment in the comments section for today's post. And while you're there, make sure you subscribe. Subscribers receive every bit of fresh content that I post, and I post three blog posts a week, and all that fresh content just comes right into your inbox. And subscribers also, this is a great benefit, get my monthly subscribers-only newsletter that I send out once a month. It's full of extra leadership tips, uh, talk about what my wife and I are doing in Brazil, some pictures. You're always the first to know about any new projects that I'm involved in, so make sure you subscribe today. Well, speaking of new projects, today's resource highlight is my newest book, Reflections on the Resurrection. This book's just been out now for about a month, and I am so, so excited about it. This book highlights and goes into some detail about why the resurrection of Jesus Christ is the most important event in history. It's the event that history hinges upon. In fact, if the resurrection is not true, neither is Christianity. That's how big a deal it is. This book is devotional, it's educational, and it's apologetic. And when I talk about apologetics, we're not apologizing for anything, but apologetics is that branch of study which uh, talks about defending the Christian faith. So again, devotional, it's going to draw you closer in your relationship to God and and, uh, help you see why the resurrection is so important. It's going to be educational because you're going to learn some things that you didn't know, but it's also apologetic. It's going to help you better defend your faith and better be able to to give a good presentation of what Christianity is and why it's so important and what what Jesus has really done for you. So check it out. Well, my friends, that's it for this episode. Until next time, this is David Spell encouraging you to pursue your passion.